Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're continuing our rankings episodes. We're going to do running backs today. Not the full list, but we're doing our top 20 today. Get you an idea what we're looking at right now in our top 20 running backs for the season. Before we do that, make sure you guys go check us out everywhere on Instagram, instagram.com slash fantasy football profit. You can go to Twitter, twitter.com slash the FF profit, youtube.com slash fantasy football profit. Also go check out our discord. Um, the link, I can't really say it's like random letters and numbers. Go to our Instagram. It's there. Go to the notes of wherever you're listening to this. It should be there as well. Go join us there as well. Let's do this. Let's see here. Do I got the list? I lost it. All right, here we go, Jeff. I got it. Top 20. Number one, Jonathan Taylor. No surprise. I don't even think we really need to go over that one very much, right? Jonathan Taylor's number one. I don't I mean he's consensus consensus number one everywhere this year. Yeah. So simple. I he was great. There's no need to doubt it. Yeah. You have number one pick, it's a no doubter. Don't think twice. Pick Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, and, I, that. and just like our QB list, I feel like he is on a tier on his own. Yep. Hundred percent easy. This is no brainer this yeah. year. Simple. This is where it gets a little interesting because people I've seen these next couple picks can go everywhere, and I I think there's there's you know everyone has their strengths, weaknesses, whatever. So it's kind of interesting to see how it plays out. But our number two because we're combining our ranks is what we're doing here and seeing the average of where they end up. We both had Taylor number one, obviously. Number two becomes Austin Eckler becomes our number two. He is my two and your three. So. I'll say the reason I'm, actually, for, I'm okay with that. And part of it became me when I was looking at this, you know, over our next guys on the list was more injury concerns. Everyone has injury concerns. I feel yeah. like I just felt more comfortable with Austin Eckler's role. And I never thought I'd get to this point. I don't necessarily love it, but I just felt more comfortable with him. If I'm at number two, I don't know how I'll feel draft day picking Austin Eckler mm-hmm. at number two, if I had it. But as of right now, I mean, part of that will probably Let's say Derrick Henry's health and how he's looking is going to factor in a lot yeah. with that. And if he looks like this guy, the foot injury is nothing, maybe he can move up. Because I'll say, Henry is our third. Yeah. And, and before he, we move on to, yeah. to Henry, Eckler is uh, – I, I, obviously, he's my he's my third. Um, he's an amazing player. I think there's actually a good situation where I do think this is a, uh, a tier and there might even be one more or so on it. But I, I, Eckler is one of those that is surprisingly – um, he's not necessarily underrated, but he's never the guy you, you're kind of going out to get. But what I love about him is obviously his his floor was always boosted by how good of a receiver he was. And we saw that last year. He had 94 targets as a running back. And the entire offense with Herbert and everything is consistently good. And we think Herbert yeah. is even going to take a step up. What makes me feel even better is um, he had over 200 carries for the first time ever yep. as a running back. Um, before that, his highest was 132. So he he kept he stayed healthy. Um, they use him in the past game. They're using him as the primary rusher even now. Uh, and he is he is a freak athlete. I know he's a smaller running back. It looks like, but he really is a freak. So everything is pointing in the right direction. I have no issue with that. Only- I did put Derrick Henry as number two, but I don't think that is going to be surprising either. We're seeing him do things. If it wasn't for the injury, he'd probably be number one. Yeah, I think so. And and he we're seeing him do things in the last few years that you might not see again. The amount of carries he's he's taking, the amount of yardage, touchdowns, 
the team is built around him. Jonathan Taylor is only in his, what, this will be his third year. Um, he's he's on that track, but Derrick Henry is so much more of a dominating figure, just physically uh, even more gifted than Taylor, which is saying a lot, yep. that I, he is, he's, for me, he's too hard to pass up on because that, that offense did not get necessarily better. I think it is still 100% give him the ball. And, yeah, even if he loses some carries, which I expect he will, um, if he's healthy, you know, come day one, uh, that'll be just fine. I mean, he had 219 carries and he only played half the season last yeah, year. Yeah, but that probably is also why yeah, he that's, got hurt. That's part of it is this the workload plus the foot injury makes you like ah, I don't know. But he is my fourth and your second. Is that right? Yeah, my yeah second. so your second, and my fourth. So that means the next player, Christian McCaffrey, is my third. He's yeah. your fourth. It, Again, I same feel thing. like he actually has more they, unknowns. Yes, he does. <laughs> he does, and. I don't know why I put him ahead of Derrick Henry, to be honest. I just feel like there's less there's less um, mileage. He's had more more <laughs> he's time had to he's had different injuries. Yes, he's had more time to heal up. Actually, yeah. to be honest, less carries. So again, I think McCaffrey it's a, it's a risk, really is. But if you if he works out, he works out, and he's awesome. Yeah. So but there's a risk all over the board here, though, in this little tier. Everyone's had injury problems lately. It just is. It's a it's a risk. So McCaffrey's yeah. fourth, and I think it's the same. It's just there's injury. There's injury potential. So Taylor, Eckler, Henry, McCaffrey's our top four. That is the top four consensus as well. Is it really? After yeah. we so put ours together, that's funny. That is the top four consensus, but McCaffrey is going actually sixth and ADP, if I look at this right. He's going sixth and ADP, but he's actually— Who's, who's going over at him? Cook see. and— um, I'm trying to think see. who else would be. Cook— uh, Najee Harris. Oh, Harris. Okay, is actually going ahead of him in ADP. That is not in the actual consensus ranks, but you know that's. I don't know. I don't know if I go that far. I mean, I wouldn't go that far based on my ranks. But next up, number five, Delvin Cook is mm-hmm. both of our number fives again. Though there is some always injury. You you like almost always expect Delvin to miss a game or two, right? Or be a little banged up. Oh yeah, all all these guys like yeah, it's it's everywhere. So yeah. I'm trying not to hold it too much against him. But Madison is there. Yeah. And he, can, every year he does miss a few, but he doesn't miss, besides for his rookie year, he right. does not miss significant time. Like, yep. uh, I mean, the second year is kind of a hard one too, but the last three years, uh, 14, 14, and 13, does that worry me a bit? But he's so much more talented than, than a lot of these other guys, and he's still carrying the ball 250 to 300 times. He's he's really phenomenal. Oh, actually, I was looking. Um, Eckler has dropped below Cook now in um, consensus ranks in ADP. Eckler's two, but in consensus ranks, he's fifth. Really? Interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting right there. So that that's the top five consensus as well, are those five weeks. Number number six becomes uh, Joe Mixon for us. He's my sixth year, seventh. He was good last year. Bengals are good. I'm not – Joe Mixon has like a middle first-round type pick. I feel it's relatively safe. He doesn't have much competition there. You're no, not, he's and one of the few that just doesn't have much competition. It, actually, with the team getting better as well, that that helps his game a significant amount. Um, there, there's no doubt about it. Uh, besides for two, 2020 when he got hurt, his numbers have been very kind of just steady. Um, the only difference really is he was able to get in the end zone, you know, 13 times rushing compared to his next highest was eight because they just weren't as good of a team. So now that they're getting in the red zone a lot more, that number is shot up. I don't think that really changes. I I, I think he's a, a very, very uh, safe pick this year. Number seven is Alvin Kamara, your sixth. He's actually my ninth. But it's right. and, I don't know. Yeah. It 
This it, one is an interesting one well, because I'm not. I'm trying not to really factor in any kind of off-field stuff because we haven't heard anything. I'm trying. That, not, is, that is the only reason right now. I can't imagine him skate escaping with nothing. Yeah. So he will probably move down. But I, every time I look at his numbers and I, I you wanted, I want to downgrade him, or I did this year because I keep seeing that looming, you mm-hmm. know, suspension. Um, I look at that and he just catches the ball too damn much. And last year was interesting. They had Jameis was out, and it was it was. They had some weird team. Taysom Hill and I mean, who else was even playing? And they had no one at, at like, wide receiver. And yeah, now they've completely just, revamped it. Yeah. I'm going to try not to. It's it's hard, though, because he only did it with Drew Brees. And he hasn't done it with anybody else yet. So we'll see how yeah. that plays out. He's 10th in consensus ranks. He's 11th in ADP. So, yeah. you, you know, it could be a steal. Or it could be a risk. I, it's, I, I don't, don't want to. And this is like, I can't put too much onto this either. But you do always worry about the eventually getting a little more uh, injury prone, right? And a lot of these guys are, are going to be like 27, like getting into mm-hmm. their late 20s. Um, that always seems like when it happens. The interesting part for me when I was looking at like his rushing receiving numbers, because receiving is really where he was like bread and butter. Mm-hmm. For the first four years, he was uh, like at 100 targets. Last year, he did miss time. He only played 13 games. And he still got to 67 targets, which makes me think they're still going to try to use him the same way with Jameis, you know, and you still have like, you'll have Landry, you have Olave, you'll have Michael Thomas, hopefully, you know, you shouldn't be able to just focus on him. But last year, it does show that they didn't know what to do because his rushing numbers actually went up a considerable amount. He rushed 240 times in only 13 games. It doesn't sound like a lot for other backs. For him, it is though, because he's never hit 200 before. So... I think he'd go. I think they go back to the game plan that really helped him out, and really, once again, it all comes back to: is the offense going to be a lot better than it was last year? Because his rushing TDs every other year are just ridiculous, yep. and it's always when every other year. Last year was every the down other year. year. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. not saying I don't think it will go back to him scoring fourteen to sixteen, which is what his his rushing touchdowns were at. But I can see him getting back to maybe double digits, yep. and that's still that'd be well enough to stay in the top ten. You're not getting uh, like other after Taylor. You're just getting it's all question marks. Yeah, it is big time question marks. Number eight, I just think there's some question marks. Najee Harris, he's both of our number eights, and I don't even know if I like this. I'm the more I think about it, I don't know. I think because uh, I uh, I'm not I think, sure. I think he is actually my safe. That why well, I have him at well, number eight. He's actually safe in the. In the realm that you know he's going to get a lot of carries. Okay, yeah. It he he wasn't even actually three point three point nine three point nine yards per carry. He caught a lot of passes for two yards because Ben Roethlisberger couldn't throw the ball. Without Ben, does he, are those checkdowns there? I remember what he had like fourteen catches in one game. Right. Although he had seventy four catches, ninety four targets in seventeen games. He had those seventy four catches were only for four hundred and sixty seven yards. That's it. Three touchdowns. Ran the ball in for seven touchdowns, but three hundred and seven carries, twelve hundred yards. 1,200 yards looks good, but that's 3.9 yards to carry. I just don't know what it's going to be like, what the, the Steelers team's going to be like. I know, and, and what worries me even more so is is we're kind of like, you could rag on, on Roethlisberger for his last year if you really wanted to. I, I, he performed admirably for where he was at. His arm just wasn't there anymore. Right. But is it going to be any better? True. Because yeah. you're about to have a very young quarterback or perhaps someone that is going to turn the ball over, where Roethlisberger wasn't yeah. bad in that aspect really like he could still command the field you're gonna have either trubisky or you're gonna have a a rookie um the thing keeping him here though is everybody has question marks so because of it you're right he does seem safe in a 
Well, he's going to get a, a like, crap ton you know of work. The works there, right? Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at with him too. I it's mean, just... his first year he got 307 carries. That is pretty phenomenal. 12, yeah. 1200 yards. Like, if you're giving him 300 carries, which I can't see them not doing. Like, maybe not 300. Like, give him 270. That's a lot of carries still. He's going to be up here, and he only got seven TDs off of that. So I don't really feel like that number is going to fall off considerably. So I think he is a very safe back end. Yeah. Top ten guy. I think that's why we gotcha. both put him at eight. And then nine is Nick Chubb. He actually kind of he actually tied with Najee for the rank because I had Nick Chubb seventh and you had him ninth, so they they tied for the rank. And Nick Chubb, he he, to me it's almost weird how he falls a little bit. Um, I guess the Kareem Hunt factor is there, and then I guess the overall team factor. Now there's rumors last week of Deshaun Watson could have a massive suspension, like a year yeah, suspension. Yeah, they're talking about an entire year. So possibly. what are they going to do? Are they going to keep Baker around? Like, what's going to happen there? Like, Baker still hasn't been traded, but he doesn't well, want to play for them. That's what I'm wondering. It's like, I, I, don't like, I don't like where this is headed for the Browns in general. And yeah. I love Chubb. I do, But too. at the same time, I'm like, okay, you do have Hunt. Will I, you be yeah. able to pass at all? And that's the thing. Maybe not. They're going to run the ball a lot. And Nick Chubb, like, I think we've talked – I've talked about this, I don't know, a month or so ago – his yards per carry every year. I mean, I try again, like I yeah, I try not to read into yards per carry all the time. But when it's 5.25, 5.6 and 5.5, that's a it's a pretty good sample size right there of what he yep. cuz Najee's like Najee's 3.9, I'm not going to read into that too much because it's just not. But when you're over 5 every single year of your career, that's pretty impressive. He had 228 carries in only 14 games last year. Yeah. That's he does you know, not catch the ball hardly no, at all. He does not. He does not. But and and the question too, I I do wonder is his carries. They weren't very good last year, obviously. Like offensively, they struggled, but they still gave him the ball quite a bit. But Cream Hunt was hurt a lot, and he only got what uh, mm-hmm. Chubb was able to do all that with like 228 carries. My my worry is they split the carries a little more, and they're not very good, and they don't get in the red zone. I love Chubb. He still show like shows up in my top ten, but. His worries are more about the team, but they are real. Well, and there's a lot of Kareem Hunt trade rumors out there. There really is. I don't know if that'll happen. I, I kind of feel like it won't, but there's a lot of those, like, those rumors are out there. I feel like they're going to need – I mean, it would probably be smart if you're like, we're going to punt this year. And they have Dearness Johnson who could be a backup. He was fine in his, when he played. I think he – I if they – I was – he actually, he showed up in my like very, very early list yeah. of what could be like a, a deep sleeper yeah. because – if Kareem Hunt got traded, because I, I was really like, there's no way you can pay all these guys. Yeah, you can't. And if you if you if you have a year where you don't think you're gonna be that good, go ahead and trade Kareem Hunt, which is a great valuable asset for a team. Like anyone would love to have the mm-hmm. guy now. So, um, and and have Dearness Johnson as a a backup, and he would get a ton of work. That would be unbelievable. So let's go to number ten. So this one is this a lot of question marks here. I would say Aaron Jones becomes number ten. He's your tenth, my twelfth. He falls number ten for us. Question marks become he only had 171 carries last year. That's yep. one of the that's honestly AJ Dillon started to take a big role. But how <laughs> there's everyone has the question marks though. So yes. AJ Dillon had more carries than Aaron Jones last year. That is um I don't know what to I don't know what to make of that. So I guess we're both kind of like airing on the side of we still think it's Aaron Jones, but we might be wrong. Yeah, we could be. Well, and this is one that preseason Talk is really going to affect where my final rank of Aaron Jones is. It, yes. How much is Aaron, how much is AJ Dillon playing? What's really happening in, in training camp preseason? I'm gonna. I mean, yes, AJ Dillon had two more games, so that's where he ends up getting more carries. It was more of a split before that, but he had more carries and he did not have more catches. He was still behind him by about 20 catches. 
I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. I don't. I don't either. And the thing that really intrigues me about this one is um, Aaron Jones can catch the ball really well. Yeah. Right now, they don't have that go-to guy. I think that Devonte Adams leaving the team doesn't necessarily like necessarily kill Aaron Rodgers or what they mm-hmm. can do in the passing game. But I do think that it is going to put a giant uh, like crimp in their style when it comes to red zone. So I think that a lot of those could go to the running backs. Mm-hmm. Not all of them have to go to Aaron Jones for that to make that worthwhile, and even and even more so if, like, if they can't figure out once again if they don't add someone, the rookies don't come on early. You could actually see the attempts, which the last few years have been a ton for Aaron Rodgers, obviously being MVP and whatnot. But um, you could actually see that go down a little bit, mm-hmm. and even more so the last two years throwing the ball touchdown wise, forty eight, and then thirty seven. Before that, it was 26 and 25, and that's when Aaron Jones was, like, going crazy. I think there's plenty of room for him to be a very safe pick, um, but you're absolutely right. Like, I don't I don't know exactly how this will end up, but um, this one's much more me trying to read the tea leaves of what that offense well, is going to look like. It's not like Aaron Jones was getting less work because he wasn't as productive when he got the work. He was still good. No. Well, I mean, his work, he had 4.7 yes. yards per carry last year. But Aaron Rodgers with Devonta yeah. Adams were just that's all they were unstoppable. Doing. Aaron Jones had more catches last year than he's ever had more touchdowns than he's ever had catching the ball. Yep. Um, so it just 2019, he had 16 rushing touchdowns, and that's what boosted him. His yards per carry were actually better last year. And how much than, 20, um, than 2019? Uh, AJ Dillon, how many uh, catches did he have? Yeah, um, he had 34 catches. Okay, so they worked him in, but it they wasn't did. anything they did, too but crazy. It wasn't as much as Aaron Jones. He's definitely going to play. I mean, but how much is this different than when it was Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams? They used to do the right. same thing. It's not going to be honestly probably that much different. So as of now, Aaron Jones is going to sit number ten for us. We'll see how that plays out. But but everyone after here has question marks too, and that's why he's there. Number 11, DeAndre Swift. He's my 10th, your 13th. Injury concerns here too. Yeah. And the team's not very good, but I think it can sometimes work to Swift's favor. But I've had a, there's been a lot of times where he just kind of disappeared. That's The, the inconsistency is what yeah. uh, what worries me, and I, I like what Detroit is doing. Um, I really i am a big DeAndre Swift guy. I think that um, he can be legit because he is such a good pass catcher as well. But they added all these other guys. Mm-hmm. I, I just wonder. I, I worry that they will take away more rushing attempts from him too. Yep. And once again, it comes down to the touchdown factor. Like how often are you going to be in the red zone? Who does that go to? Um, that's why. Just question mark. But I think he's an incredibly, uh, an incredibly talented upside kind of guy. Yep. Um, he do, it just needs to stay healthy too and yeah. be more consistent. Number twelve, Saquon Barkley. My 13th, your 11th. Let's see. I'm curious where he's going here. I really wanted to put him up higher. Me too. But so, I'm, I'm, once again, I'm waiting on to hear if the Giants are a giant dumpster fire again. <laughs> so Saquon is going – he's ranked 15th right now in consensus. Yeah. So I think this is where value comes in with is Saquon. If you get Saquon as your second running back, I think that's a win. It's hard it's, to it's a pass con- up on it's, him. It's a contract year for him too. He needs to perform. He it, Like – if Saquon comes out and it's it's last year all over again. He's not getting that second contract. That big he's not getting that big contract. Right. He needs to have this year. And how much of it how much was he playing through injury last year? And that affected what he did. Well, and yes, 100%. He was coming back from a a, a major injury on a terrible team that couldn't pass the ball. A lot of other injuries too. Mm-hmm. Like I I shouldn't just throw it all on like they were just completely inept. They they really were trying to overcome a lot. I mean, Galladay, mm-hmm. they paid him a, a crap ton of money. He was hurt the entire year pretty much. You have um, uh, Tony, who is a very good prospect, very good young guy, but he was hurt a ton. Um, pretty much there was like three other wide receivers that were hurt. 
you don't really know what you have with Daniel Jones. We still don't. Mm-hmm. But that offensive line was just so bad too. I do think that they haven't – I mean, I would have loved to see them maybe like make a, a really big move to like really lock it down. But I do think they'll be better. Um, Saquon has overcome that. Like when his first two years, he was like they weren't great. Like, but he was overcoming. Like he was unbelievable. The question is, you know, can they? I don't know. Can they block enough? And is he healthy enough? I'm guessing that he's going to be back healthy fully. The question will then come to what, how much does he have to overcome on that offensive yep. line? And you know, we think. Saquon, he can do this. Like Saquon's ridiculously good, right? He can do this, but are we just remembering a Saquon that doesn't exist anymore? We haven't seen it for two years. And running back, that is a rough position. Look at Todd Gurley. You know, he went from the best thing in fantasy football multiple years, and then all of a sudden, he he did make like two big comebacks though. So maybe this is going to be his first. So this is, we'll see. I want to believe that it's still there, and this is a potential like league winning move by getting Saquon as your your second running back. That's kind of what I want to believe, and. I mean, you look at how they used him in his first year, too, and I just want i want to go back to that. 261 rushes, which is a very healthy amount, um, and he was unbelievable, but he had 121 targets. I don't see it going back to that. But even last year, you, you saw them trying to implement more and more. They were just really, really bad. But in 13 games, he still had 57 targets and 162 rushes. So you were going in the right direction, but he could only turn that into two rushing touchdowns. Like It just shows you how, how bad they were. All right, let's look at the next guy. Number 13 is Leonard Fournette, my 11th, your 14th. That's isn't that that one's a funny one where I'm well, I, I he's the one that I'll be completely honest. I want to hear why you think he's going to be I, I think, I think 14 is good. Don't okay. get me wrong, but he he screams everything screams at me that he should fall off a cliff or he should be know. up here and so, then I keep I I keep there's no more, him up. There's no Ronald Jones. I mean, Leonard Fournette is 27 years old now, which is it seems I know he seems like he's been but, around forever. But he he is he's a good player. Like Jacksonville, just everything went wrong in Jacksonville. He gets to Tampa. It takes him a bit right to get going because he just got there. He say I so I take away let's take away weeks one through three. He only had twenty four total carries in weeks one through three. You go through weeks four through the rest of the season, and Leonard Fournette four through the rest of the year, he is the sixth best running back in the league over those weeks, and he missed the last three yeah. games. He didn't play 15, 16, 17, and he is running back six over those those final weeks, those weeks four through 18, with missing three games there. And that um, he's, he's still even, I guess it doesn't, points per game, he's still sixth. Well, if you count Derrick Henry's five games he yeah. played. So he's still right there, but he's a top 10 running back when he got the opportunity. And there's no Ronald Jones. Rashad White, the rookie, is, is probably his competition. Tishon Vaughn, maybe. You make a, a really but, good point. And the thing, the thing too, that I really love about this one is I don't know why I feel like he's um, injury prone, even though he only really had one bad year of injury. And he's playing on a bad team. Yeah, and and last year he was able to uh, do all of that with only 180 rushes, which I think is, you know, I would love to see him get 200 and then keep him fresh. What I love what they did with him last year is they used him a ton in the passing game 84 uh targets he had and even more so it's like that wasn't the first time like he had 100 targets in 2019 with jacksonville yeah. on a bad team in 2020 i just take away 2020 with because he just got yeah. there with Tampa. i don't know it was he was fine you make a really good point because also who is like they're going to need pass catchers because early on in the year you're you know godwin is going to be coming back like all they have is mike evans really and we don't know what's going to happen with Gronk necessarily. So yep. there might only be one primary pass catcher, and then you and then you slot in Fournette for just a ton of work that way. So I 
Well, I do great. really like that, but the, the, it's such an aging team that it works. He, he was great in their Super Bowl run in 2020. Yeah. In that in the playoff run. And then last year, yeah, weeks four, when he finally got going, I don't remember what the situation was, why he wasn't getting the – Ronald Jones was getting too many work, much work. I don't remember what happened. No, they're all, all of those, too, they were just – they're making sure that they always stayed yeah. healthy. And once he got there, got going, he's he's playing well. So yeah. he's uh, 13th overall for us, 11th for me, 14th for you. Four. And even more so, he he posted his best yards per rush mm-hmm. ever, 4.5, yeah. which is – it was a great you know clip. Next up, Javante Williams. He's 14th for us, 12 for you, 14 for me. I like Javante Williams. I think he looked really good last year, but I think we've gone over this as well. His numbers were identical to Melvin Gordon's numbers. And Melvin Gordon's back. And Melvin Gordon's back, and I think Melvin Gordon's back for a reason. They didn't just bring Melvin Gordon back to back up Javante Williams. They brought Melvin Gordon back to have the same role. And, I mean, what's to say he can't? He was just as good as Javante last year. Yeah, I do think he he takes uh, a little bit of more of a backseat because they were, like, split down the middle. Um, so I do I do see like Javante getting more like 250 rushes um, and upping his targets a little more. And that would be enough because I do think that they're going to be a much improved team because of Russell. But once again, that is I'm completely generating that out of nowhere. Like we don't know what it's going to look like with Russell at the helm. Maybe they just go crazy and and Melvin and him still get the exact same numbers they got last year be- or or maybe even less because they're throwing so much more. I don't know. But he definitely flashed, and I like the the young legs. And and Melvin, I would want to keep him healthy. I would want to bring his rushes down just a little bit, even though he looked great in the time when he was out there, obviously. Yep. Um, I think, actually, Melvin Gordon, it might be more of a fact that Melvin Gordon is just underrated. He's yes, underrated. he absolutely that's is really what That's yes. really, I think, what the thing is. Javante's probably properly rated. Melvin's way too underrated. Melvin, I like it, the quote Melvin had where he told um, George Patton, the GM for the Broncos, I told him, I'm not going to lay down. I'm not going to lay down, man. Like he's not, he says, um, I know a lot of people are wanting me to take a back seat. I get it. It's been like that for a while. I just, he's going to, he's like, thanks for the motivation, everybody. Yeah. I mean, that's great. I mean, who doesn't love, who doesn't love Gordon? He's going to, he wants, he's not, it's not Javante's backfield in his mind. To me, it's, for him, it's a split. I honestly feel like that is better for Javante too, though. Yeah. Because there's plenty of of work to go around. Did you actually, I saw it was, uh, I think, Bussin with the boys and Melvin Gordon was on. And he actually had a great, a great line where he talked about how he thinks like in, in five years or whatever, the running back position will be dead. And I was like, Oh, this is great. I could talk about a whole, whole podcast just about that. But, um, but yeah, anyway, it was really interesting and I like the way he's approaching it. And he, he's absolutely right because no one wants to pay running backs and he's getting to an age where, you know, he, mm-hmm. you know, you're worried about them falling off a cliff, but yep. Yep. I think he's definitely after seeing him last year, he's definitely got at least a year yeah, left. I think you say that's, I think just where he's underrated. Javante's probably about where he should be. James Connors, 15th. He's 18th for you, 15th for me. This one's interesting. I think he was really good. I am i don't know if I necessarily 100% believe it. I think he just feels like it could be a safe type pick. No Chase Edmonds. He was, you know, but it was a lot of touchdowns. I was going to say, that's, that's, that's why. But maybe that can continue. So it, it, maybe it could, but it was just a ridiculous. Ridiculous amount. Like, I mean, what do you have? 15, 15 rushing. rushing yeah, 15 yep. rushing, three receiving. Yep. Um, oh, And 15 only on 202 carries. His uh, yards per carry sucked, but that doesn't matter in this situation. Sometimes it does. I mean, I'm not worried about it if you're getting 15 touchdowns. Well, you what, can... what I worry about, once again, is kind of like if they use them the same way they did in the red zone, then, then yeah, I mean, I'm probably I'm probably low on him. Um, but he'll be 27. Um, they have, you know, 
They'll have some new toys. I never know what is going to be, so like how the other, many the QBs are so rushing. The other running backs they got, yeah, I don't know if they're going to try to use Kyler like that. They seem to, they, I feel they, like he, they shot away from it. I feel like you have to let him run, though. Like, you do a little bit. I feel like he's he's kind of like, um, I mean, nah, he's not Lamar. Yep. He's somewhere in between. But like Lamar, like if you try to take away his legs, and there's a few other running or quarterbacks that are like this, it changes their whole game. So well, it, that's the rough this part. This is where it becomes to me. If, if James Conner isn't here at like 15, Daryl Williams was vastly underrated and that's the other key like james connor if he's the back he's going to be here yeah. but if not J- daryl williams had more of it he's the he just came over from kansas city he's gonna have more of a role than we think because he's the backup at this point yeah daryl williams i don't know daryl williams can play a little bit so i wouldn't be shocked but daryl williams is quite a bit down the ranks right now so yeah my, my my whole thing was like if he loses five six touchdowns which would he would still have a great year yeah um, you know, his all of a sudden, like that just falls off like a cliff and all yep. of a sudden you're in the back end of that 20. So that's kind of where, I, where I put him, but he's, he's one that I cheer for. I just, I, it, it always scares me when you don't see the explosive plays. It's, it kind of just all feels like he's just smooth and it's working out for him. Yep. He's a great running back, but I just, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's worrisome going forward. Uh, number 16 for us is running back six from last year. Zeke. Well, I mean, we just talked about the one that was like fifth, right? Yeah. Zeke. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Once again, I feel like he's a value <laughs> pick. Where I don't, I I would love to get him well, here. And that's that's overall points because he played all seventeen games. His yards, his, his points yeah. per game would have been a little lower. And and I was a huge once again. I was like, uh, I'm I'm off Zeke. I'm off Zeke. And then he fell off a cliff as far as like what the general consensus was. And now I'm kind of like, well, he can't fall off that much. And you know, you did lose Amari Cooper, even though I I, I love their other guys they have, but Gap is coming back and. And Pollard is is really really good. I think he's underrated as well as a backup, but but also I, I feel like Dak is getting a little like like last year he got overhyped, and Zeke is going to be somewhere in the middle. And I feel like he's not going to completely fall off a cliff. I just feel like he's going to be in that like he just will be inconsistent, and he'll probably be more in that like twelve to fourteen range because I don't see him getting hurt, even though mm-hmm. I have him all the way at sixteen. But he's um yeah, yeah he's just, an insanely talented see, guy. But you just saw it where it just didn't feel like he's the same old Zeke. But no. was he hurt all year? And that's what it is. It, this could again, maybe we're getting great value here. And I think you're like your thing. You'll take one last chance on Zeke in this range, without yeah. a doubt. Because if you're getting him here, I mean, the crazy part is when you're like, oh, I can get Zeke. That, I mean, the last what what has he been the last? I mean, he has never to 2020, not even last year. Last year he was sixth overall. His lowest finish ever as a running back was 11, and that was two years ago. And that was when Dak got hurt. So, I mean, he was second, ninth, fifth, fourth, 11th, sixth. Yes, do I think that is probably about time that Pollard takes more, that he falls off a little bit? I do, but what does falling off look like? And can I get him as, like, my third running back, maybe? Like, in, in some drafts? Good, yeah. And if I get him as my second, it's like, that's wonderful. So, I don't know. It's... He he could be another one that completely uh, that has a a bounce back year, um, but I don't see him getting back to three hundred carries when when he was really good. Yeah, I, I, I see Pollard's him, too good. Yeah, I see him still more around that that anywhere from two twenty five to two fifty, and that is kind of caps his yep. his upside. Seventeenth uh, for us is David Montgomery. Sixteenth for me. Twentieth for you. I it's I'm bored of him again. Yeah, I mean he's he's fine. I, he's probably going to get with, majority of the work. I went with upside yeah. uh, with a bunch of guys above him. Yeah, it's more of I just think he's a safer pick, most likely. But Khalil Herbert's he's, not. He's a poor man's Najee Harris. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. Well, we'll see how it plays out. I'm yeah. not, I don't need to talk about David Montgomery. Um, 18th for us, J.K. Dobbins. 
uh, 19th for me, 17th for you. Yeah. We still we still believe in it. I think that's. I'm super excited it. to see what he does yeah. this year. Yeah, I mean, he should be the guy there, right? He should be. Yeah, but and I mean, what do, what does that mean? In, I don't in, know because I don't yeah. know. Last year was so weird with all the backs they used. So J.K. Dobbins, I'm going to take a shot on him in a lot of situations. I, and, I love the talent. I love the potential in that offense. Yes, and and in his rookie year, he had 134 carries, which. You forget that he played 134 know, right? carries. He turned nine of them into touchdowns. That was when was, I believe Ingram was still number one. He was one. great at the end of that year. Yeah, and he averaged six yards a carry. Um, and it was it's a little bit different. They have figured out the offense a little more. But I think that this guy is really dynamic. And if he turns into the version of Baltimore's bell cow, which is not not the same as other teams, uh, he's going to be phenomenal. Over, and he hardly caught any balls that year too. Over the last half of that season, he was uh, running back nine. Yep. And he that's what made us really love what we were seeing coming into last year. He was running back nine. That was, you know. And people were ranking James Robinson ahead of him. <laughs> yeah, remember those days. All right. And our final our final ones here, we're at 19. 19, 20, 21 are actually a tie. So might okay. as well bring them all up. We can bring in number 21. Um, we got Cam Akers. He's 22 for you, 17 for me. And I thought I was a little low. You're even lower. Yeah, I'm not a huge Cam Akers. Yet, I'm not either. So... I was actually slightly lower. He's going 14th and eight or 15th and ADP right now is where he's it, going. I'm actually, I'm okay with dropping him like you did. To be honest, he came off the Achilles and didn't look great. I know it's hard. I'll to come be honest, off he, he looked better than I thought he was going to, but I, he didn't, he didn't have that well, explosion or anything. We also like, weren't Cam Akers guys last year. We thought right. the hype got out of control. Oh, it was out of control. I mean, it clearly, I don't think Daryl Henderson's going to go anywhere. He's still there. He's going to play. Yeah. And you still, you still have, uh, obviously you have, you know, the, the great connection yeah. with and with uh, Stafford and, and well, Cup. I like him as a back-end running back, too, though. It's not saying he's not a running back, too. I just don't like him. He's venturing ahead yeah. of um, ADP-wise. He's, a, well, he's ahead, of, um, ahead of a few guys here. He's ahead of, well, he's ahead of James Conner. I don't know. James Conner seems safer. He's right there with Aaron Jones. Yeah, he just, I don't know. I don't love it. I don't love it. Yeah, I disagree with the Aaron Jones one, like, wholeheartedly. I don't, yeah. I don't think Cam Akers is going to run away with the position. I mean, you're still going to want to keep him healthy. Um, I'm not convinced that they're like a run-first team. They're not. <laughs> so, um, and I, I do want I I kind of worry about a Super Bowl hangover if I'm going to be completely honest with that team. They lost a lot of really good defensive players. You do wonder if they're just going to be slightly different. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're going to be quite as explosive. So I, I don't I don't know. I'm not a just not a Cam Akers guy. Anyway, oh, I'm completely different. But I just looked at ADP here. Javante Williams is eighth. Uh, okay. <laughs> I know that one would yeah. keep going, but uh, the other guys here, Elijah Mitchell. We actually had a pretty big gap, which is funny because I actually I thought like, you were going to be really high. No, on I too. really like Elijah Mitchell, but I right now I'm being hesitant. I'll change it as we go. Yes, he's 24th for me right now. He's 15th for you. Yeah. I I if again, this is more of a if he is the guy, 15th is more is is probably yeah. more right correct. now. I'm, uh, that's how I'm looking yep. at it, and I'm just kind of like I'm still waiting to see. He's 24th in ADP, right really. Now. So he could be a good value. Yeah. I know people aren't as high on him, but um, the only thing I saw last year was positive things. And if he's the guy, and, he's going to be there. And also, Debo, I, I really don't think they're going to run with him as much, um, especially if they don't have the big contract. Um, yeah. He had a lot of touchdowns that took away from that. You have Trey Lance. I think you have to go back to the classic San Fran, pound the ball out, and you can support three running backs in that offense. If Elijah Mitchell stays healthy, which I have no reason to think he won't, I think that he is a he will be a very safe player, and that's why I have him fifteen. I, I would love to have him, but 
there are question marks. He's not a marquee yeah. name yet. He yep. um, they have Sermon that never hasn't done anything yet, but he's a big guy. Maybe he steals all the goal line work. Um, they drafted that. God, I can't remember the guy's name right now. Um, what's his name? Uh, Davis Price. Um, I'm not. I'm not a. Yeah. People are. What, some people are. I actually. Once again, they're not going to only run one ball carrier. I, and Sermon hasn't established himself either. So I, I think Mitchell is the only one we know. I posted something on Instagram a while back about Elijah Mitchell, one mm-hmm. of my guys, one of my favorite players. And somebody said, "Well, they just drafted his replacement." What are we talking about here? I mean, no. I mean, I, I don't know. think so. But maybe, I mean, he could be. Maybe, though. I'm every every running back looks really good in that offense. So, yeah, so maybe, he, maybe. he could. But, I mean, look at what Mostert looked like. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Wilson. And, uh, I mean, shit, I think Wilson's still around. Like, yeah, he is. They have, uh, they have plenty. And, and Trey, still around, too. Trey Lance is the one that really, like, it, yeah. I don't think that, first of all, they're not a great passing team either way. But if Trey Lance is there, they have to rely on the run. Sure. Um, and Debo, everyone knows, you have to take Debo away. Yep. If they do that, then it's going to be run, 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 Kittle, for the love of God, how do we get it to Debo? So, anyway, I like him. And then the final guy who's tied here is Travis Etienne, cool. my 20th, your 19th. We're slightly higher on Etienne than the rest. He, not a lot anymore. He's going 23 and ADP right now. And um, his consensus rank I don't have right now. Let's see. His consensus rank is 24. So okay. we are slightly ahead yet on ETN, but I feel like I've heard a little bit of people coming around yeah. and thinking he's going to be used in, you know, that pass catching role. And I that's what we, we loved about him. And I still think we're going to be slightly ahead where we can pick up ETN. And I'd like to get – problem is I can't get like ETN and Dobbins both. I, I know. Like, I know. Most like – but sometimes, depending on how your draft falls. But then do you want that much risk? I don't. I don't want That's both a, of them. And and Etan is even more of a risk. Like we, I, I once again, I was relatively high on him last year yeah. because of the upside, but we've never seen the guy play yet. He's not played. He, it he already got hurt so once. At least Dobbins showed it. Yeah. Um. I really love that potential, though. Yes. And that's 100 percent potential. I mean, and there's so many people that are just done with Trevor Lawrence too. I mean, after one year, this guy was a generational prospect, and he got to play on a team with Urban Meyer, who was just Atrocious as a yeah, he, he really Meyer was up. terrible. Don't judge Trevor Lawrence off it off last year. If he can come in and be the prospect everyone thought he was, and he has a back like that to use, it's going to be yeah. special. And, and they like. they really went out to and yeah, he, he didn't have Etn, which I think was a, a large part why they drafted uh, Etn in the first place. But they went out and they got they got wide receivers they think will be good for Lawrence. Even though maybe I don't agree with how much money they pay all these guys, but they went out and they really did. Uh, like set it up so he should be much better. And I would say this about a lot of the QBs. Like everyone wants to say after one year you're done, but I, I don't think it's that way for him. I don't think it's that way for for the youngster, you know, in New York. I don't, you know, even though I'm I'm down on Trey Lance, I just don't think he's like automatically going to be good. I think these guys need some playing time. Mm-hmm. And um, James Robinson at this point looks like he's not going to be ready for training camp. We'll see what it means like in the season. But I mean that only helps ETN. I, I mean James Robinson will be used when he's well, there, saying, and he should be. I, but yeah, he'll still be used. I'm not concerned about that. ETN's um, receiving ability is going to put him over the top. Yeah. So all right, there we go. There's why uh, running backs next week. We'll talk some wide receivers. So that'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time.